So I used to wake up in the morning in a crazy start. My kids would run in, they'd be screaming, Owen didn't do this, Callan woke me up, where's my breakfast? And I roll over and it's six o'clock. Awesome. Didn't wake up before the kids and now I'm just going to start my day running. So I get dressed, put in my contacts, if I'm lucky, or I just wear my glasses out into the kitchen where I immediately start making breakfast and getting all the things ready. Shuttle the kids out the door just then to run into my day, hopefully getting a workout in, maybe not, but feeling always so stressed and like I'm running 60 miles an hour all the time. And then I thought, gosh, is this really how this needs to go? Is this how everyone's mornings start? And then I started to learn that no, it didn't have to be that way. And I had the power to change it. Welcome to Diary of a Worthy Pursuit. Where we help you get the life and business that you truly want. Today we're tackling, oh my gosh, the morning ritual? What would you call it? Morning routine? I think you could call it either. All right. One ritual feels a little bit more... Uh, I feel like you have to do it. Yeah. Routine feels like something that uh, maybe is a little bit more relaxed. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. fair to say. Uh, so either way, we're going to talk about what you can do in your morning so you can have a more centered, focused, and hopefully relaxed day <laughs> than the way my days used to start. It sets the tone for the day, right? It really does set the tone for the day. And I feel like if you start the day running at 100 miles an hour, you're just going to crash mm -hmm. at night and then probably start it the next day, right? And it's just this perpetual cycle that keeps going until you take a minute to think, oh, it doesn't really have to be this way. I have the power to change that. Fair. That's it right there, right? Well, and it's an ownership thing. Mm. And what I learned through trying to do all the things and being an achiever in so much of my life before this is that I would run at that pace, but I would never stop and relax because uh. I would just go, go, go all day and then crash at night, wake mm -hmm. up the next morning, go, go, go all day and crash at night. Rinse, repeat. Yeah, exactly. So it's really helpful to know First of all, how to start a morning routine, because I think first, it's important to realize that we do have them, whether we like it or not. And whether we choose there, it or not. Whether right? we choose it or not, absolutely. And then two, that we have the power to change it. Fair. Yeah. Totally fair. So your morning routine now is different than back it's then? It's so much different than it used to be, but it was it's all intentional. All right. So now the goal is to wake up 45 minutes to an hour before the kids come in so I control my morning and they don't. It makes me enter the day in just a more peaceful way. I can be more responsive and calm with my kids than just trying to chase what I need to do and what they need for me. Mm -hmm. um, so it's really changed the first hour and a half of our day <laughs> in my house, which is good for them and it's good for me for the rest of the day because then I don't start off on this crazy front and then feel like my whole day's hurried. I feel like you're behind. Focused, exactly. Like I didn't get my workout or I didn't get my breakfast or didn't get whatever it is that you would normally right. expect to do in a sequence. And then that stress just carries you through mm -hmm. the whole day, and that never feels good. No. And it's not good for your body either to be in that stressed state all day. Mm -hmm. So when did you realize that, hey, we got to change this? i got to change this. Yeah. So I'd say it was after the birth of my second kiddo, who's now three. Uh, I was trying to train for a half marathon at the time. Nice. So that was one of the things that kind of kick-started me, as I realized uh, my husband was home in the morning, 
And that was the only time that I would really have help with the kids. So I thought, if I'm going to get a workout in, I got to do it before he leaves and probably before the kids wake up. So uh, I would wake up at five and then get my run in, do all the things. And it was summertime, so it was easier to run in the morning outside. Oh, nice, because it wasn't, wasn't dark at, yeah. <laughs> up till nine o'clock in the morning. Treadmills. Yeah. But uh, so I was able to do that and get up. And that really pushed me because then you had some endorphins going from your workout. It was a really good way to start the rest of my day. So that's where I started it was really with a workout. All right. And then I evolved it from there based on what worked for me. I tried a lot of things. Uh, but I think ultimately you got to try and experiment and see what works for you. And then you can keep what you like and get rid of what you don't. Do you have a morning routine? I, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. And how long have you been on this one? Oh, my gosh. Uh, I would say, well, almost forever. I don't, so I'll tell you a really quick story that started the routine. I'm a sophomore in high school. Okay. My sister, one of my sisters is a year younger than I am, so she's a freshman in high school. And <clears throat> she would hit the gym uh, because she threw shot put. Oh. And she had a crush on some guy that was a wrestler, so he was in the gym. <laughs> So, so want to hang out with the person that yeah, she wants right? to, whatever. So uh, she's a very strong person, uh, physically and mentally. And so we were wrestling around, and she pinned me. Oh, So no. I'm like, sophomore in high school, the older brother got pinned by oh, the younger no. sister. The next day, I went to Kmart and I bought a weight bench, and I've never stopped lifting weights. What a cool story, though. Well, kind of, I mean, kinda, that, I mean embarrassing. Trying, <laughs> not that you're trying to pin these, your sister these days, but did you ever try that again to see if, like, the weightlifting was really uh, She just knows now it's not worth... Uh, it's not worth the fight? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's, it was that, that moment where you just, it's kind of a trigger, right? Everybody's yeah. got their little triggers for mm -hmm. whatever. And this is one of those things where this can't happen. Right. This can't. It's just not unacceptable. James' ego started screaming and saying, Well, ego no! and pride, and you just think, <laughs> like, logistically, that's terrible. And my sister wasn't exactly quiet about saying that she pinned me. Oh, great. Which, so I that mean, doesn't help fair. either in high school. Yeah. <laughs> so it's one of those, and, I mean, to my, I don't want to say my credit, but, like, she's, she's built to be able to move things, right? Like, she's, she's a strong woman. So, and a shot put's pretty heavy. Yeah. There's a picture of her throwing it where you can see her tricep. It's like, she was strong. Anyways, I guess I don't want to discount the fact that she pinned me, but it was one of those, like, I wasn't wrestling some 80-pound yeah. just stick. It was, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, totally ego thing. Mm -hmm. from just like, never again. Never again. And you start lifting weights, and then you find out the routine. Oh, my gosh, if I go a day without lifting weights, I am angry. Just angry. And it is, it's so much more than the things that you're actually doing. It's the mental space that you get yourself in mm -hmm. to attack the rest of your day. Because I completely agree. You know, we've talked about before that running is kind of meditative for you. It's totally. the one time oh, yeah. where you can disconnect, you can focus on anything else. And that's really helpful because then you start your day in, a, in the way that you want to, centered and calm and whatever, not running in a direction that you didn't choose. I think mm -hmm. that's the other part of this, right, is that... Um, it's being intentional about what we do in the morning because we can control our state of mind if we are thinking about how we want to do it. Yeah. So it's interesting that you say that because you're going to be in a state of mind. Right. There's no such thing as not being in a state. Mm -hmm. So having control over that consciously, I mean, it just opens up a whole new world. It so really does, and it changes 
it just changes how you go about your day in a, mm -hmm. com in a completely different way. So you saying that you're angry if you don't lift or get your workout in or whatever. Well, you have to move something. Yeah, I just mm -hmm. don't have, I don't have energy if I don't get it in in the morning. Oh. So, but whatever it is, if you're a workout person, you're not a workout person, it doesn't matter. It's just that idea that doing something for yourself mm -hmm. before you attack the day and do stuff maybe for everybody else and you don't get another chance to do something for yourself. Yeah, it sets up a sequence. I did, I guess my morning ritual evolved because I used to get up at four in the morning and I would check email because email during the day, I would reply mm -hmm. and I was, uh, my goal is always to get to inbox zero. Ooh. Right? Yeah. Love it. Uh, but the interesting thing is as soon as you send an email at three in the afternoon, you're getting emails back faster than you can reply. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, this is, I'm treading water at best. So when you reply at four in the morning, or you reply and schedule the reply. Sure. So you type it out at four in the morning, schedule the reply, you can get to inbox zero a lot easier. And that feels good. Oh my God. Yeah. Inbox zero is so life-changing. So life-changing. Because otherwise you feel like you have this burden. Mm -hmm. I'll see other people's inbox where they have 15,000 emails. I can't do that. Or what, you know, whatever that number is. It right. doesn't matter. If it's anything more than 20, you have a problem. Mm. And not like mentally problem, just like you have a lot on your shoulders thinking, yeah. I gotta take care of all these emails. When am I gonna find the time? Yeah. Every time you check your phone, it's another thing, blah, blah, blah. Well, it's that weight of someone else needing something from you and you wanna deliver it, mm -hmm. but you wanna get to the other stuff that you need to do during the day too. So right, there's there, more stuff. There's yeah. so many more routines that you can instill in your life than just a morning routine. But mm -hmm. I think that the morning routine is a perfect place to start if you don't have this in your life because it just sets you up to see how much benefit you can get from making simple little changes. Mm -hmm. And then once you experience that, you think, well, where else can I put this in my life? You raise a great point about experimenting. So it's not just this is what you have to do because we said whatever, you right? have to do it. Thing, just find the thing that works for you, and in doing so, find the things that don't work for you. Absolutely. I learned four in the morning. That's a little too early. <laughs> that's a little too early. I was going to comment, but I'm still in like deep sleep at four in the morning. Well, it's one of those like in order to wake up at four, you have to go to bed. I was trying to get. I, Arnold Schwarzenegger had this little video, and he's like, "Sleep faster." <laughs> so I'm like, "All right, right." Okay. That was the thing where I'm just like, "Well, if Schwarzenegger said it; it must be gospel." So sleep faster and I just couldn't. I was trying to do, I was trying to run on six hours of sleep. Oh, that's tough. And I did it for a while, maybe a year and a half, something like that, it was a while. But you just feel, I don't know, like in the morning you're cool and then I found that I would drain faster. So then I'm like, okay, six and a half hours of sleep. And then I do, now I set my alarm for seven hours of sleep and I find that I'm actually getting up before the alarm goes off. That's such a nice feeling. But it's, I also learned with kids that kids can interrupt your pattern. Mm -hmm. Like I got a kid, my son is nine years old now. So when I had my routine, but we have a kid, kid doesn't know your routine or you really care. Right, <laughs> so fair point. He was not a great sleeper up oh. until three, four years ago. Okay. So then like my scheduled six, seven hours of sleep, whatever, when it's interrupted, Oh my gosh. Yeah. You can't so get enough sleep. No. So the joke was, I totally understand why people are jerks. It's not right. Fair. But like they're running on fumes. Right. Fumes. I'm like, why is everybody addicted to coffee? Well, because they tried to sleep. Yeah. But their kid kept waking up or whatever. 
So it just wasn't good sleep. You know, we don't need stickers on our heads or anything like that because right. I feel you can just see like exhausted parent. Actually, yeah. I think that there's an ice cream flavor now called exhausted parent. Is it really? And oh, it funny. has like a little bit of some alcohol taste in it, a little right. bit of cappuccino something oh, in it. So it's, yeah, it's very clever. <laughs> that's funny. But what I love about that is that you experiment and you found what worked for you. And I think ultimately that that's what all of us need to try to aspire to. So today we have for you four steps to help you instill a morning routine. And then you can figure out what's going to work for you within those steps. So the first one we have is identify what you already do. And this relates, of course, to when you get on an airplane. There's two things you got to know, right? Where you're starting from and where you're going. So in the case of morning ritual, you already have a morning ritual, whether yeah, you know it or not. Exactly. Hit the alarm, hate your life. And then whatever happens after that, <laughs> I imagine. Well, you know, hit snooze five times. That's a ritual whether you like it or not. Mm -hmm. You know, wake up to the kids screaming in the morning. That's a ritual whether you like it or not. Right. So we're all already doing something. Mm -hmm. So why don't we be a little bit more intentional about we, what we are doing? So uh, maybe it's just taking out a piece of paper and writing down what you're already doing. Mm -hmm. So, you know... Hopefully, we're doing things like, you know, waking up, probably going to the bathroom, brushing our teeth, making breakfast, drinking some water, but probably not all in that order. Maybe it's not the same every morning. Maybe you look at Instagram for a half hour before you ever get out of bed, and we'll, I'm sure, talk another day about why that's <laughs> not a good way to start your day. But, you know, you already have a, a morning routine, so it's really trying to lay it out and get the lay of the land. Because mm -hmm. if you don't know where you are, you, you can't decide where you're going. Right. I like to look at where I have to be in the morning. Mm -hmm. So I have to be at my office or I have to be at a coffee meeting or wherever I have to be, right? Recording <laughs> or right. something like that. Exactly. So, okay, if I have to be there at this time and I know that this is the list of things that have to be done before that time, like shower, brush teeth, whatever, lift weights, run, take care of the dog, whatever, I know how long each of those things take. There's gray area in some of those, right? How long do you get to lift? How mm -hmm. long, how much time do you give to the dog, whatever? Right. And so I work backwards to figure out where is everything going to fit. Yeah, that's really helpful. But also, you mentioned things that some of us probably aren't even thinking about as part of our morning routine, right? I have a dog at home. Mm -hmm. He has to be fed. He has to be walked. We have to make sure he gets outside before anyone leaves for the day. But those are the little things that we don't necessarily account for right so what's helpful is before you leave the house in the morning just write down what did I really just do or you know be intentional about thinking through what you're doing every morning so you can get that starting point it doesn't that doesn't have to be where you end but it's a starting point right because yeah. in a perfect world I'd love to spend a half hour walking the dog every morning but if I got to be somewhere at 7 30 in the morning that's probably not gonna happen <laughs> not happening poop. right sorry buddy <laughs> you're gonna hang out in the kennel outside for a while good for you mm -hmm. but uh I love that idea of thinking through what what needs to get done mm -hmm. and then then you can start making a list of what would be nice. What right. would be nice to add? So that takes us to step number two. And uh, you've probably heard of the acronym KISS. Keep it simple, silly, but uh, <laughs> we're going to use it in a different way. And with this, you can look first at your list of what you already have and then start making a list of what you want to keep, improve, start, and stop. How was this helpful for you? Or how did you, I guess, incorporate this when you were working on your morning routine? So when I started with the whole weightlifting thing, mm -hmm. I guess I didn't use the word routine. I figured you just lift weights, and back then it was high school, into college, whatever. 
So when I realized, I want to say it was a Tony Robbins thing. Tony Robbins has this priming thing, mm-hmm. which that uh, I guess evolved into getting me into meditation. Why Short, don't you explain okay. what priming means just so everyone has that? So in that context, he does something. It's essentially guided meditation. Okay. So he splits up a 10-minute chunk of time into three sections. Okay. Uh, I don't even remember what they are now because I used to do it every day and then that evolved into different meditation. But it was a form of guided meditation. Form of guided, yeah. I still cannot just sit there and stare into space, mm-hmm. breathe. I just, I tried. Oh my gosh, I tried. Didn't work for you. Experiment. No, I either fall asleep or get bored. I don't know, <laughs> one of the two. So anyways, I found a few YouTube channels that just have guided meditations yeah. hovering around the 10-minute mark. I have some favorites. And so I figured out, like, okay, meditation's good. I like that. Ten minutes, I feel, is what I can... I want to use the word tolerate. Um, uh, Accept. I don't Mm -hmm. Utilize. Sure. Anything more than that, and I feel like I get antsy. Sure. uh, Which is probably not the right thing to do in meditation. (laughs) But ten minutes also, to me, with the meditation thing specifically, it feels like a gift. Mm -hmm. It's a gift that I'm giving myself. You get ten minutes to just chill. And it's interesting when I, if there's ever a time when you go out with some buddies at night or something like that where your whole morning routine has shifted an hour, now you got people, I got my wife and kid upstairs making noise because they're getting up. It's very different than meditating when everybody else is asleep and the world is quiet. It is. So I do everything that I can to just get that meditation, knock that thing out when no one else is interrupting you. Or even, they're not interrupting, they're just, you can hear them. Mm-hmm. Like, I like to get... I'd like to get my meditation going. I, I have a basement gym set up. We have a gas water heater. Okay. And if somebody starts taking a shower, that gas water heater kicks on, and they have an exhaust fan that I swear to God is 150 decibels. <laughs> but so I'll be meditating, and then you hear this right fire up. starting up. So I'm like, okay, I got to beat the water heater. I know when oh. the water heater is going to come on because mm-hmm. they're going to be taking showers. So right. I have to beat that. So that the water heater. <laughs> sets the tone or sets my schedule for the meditation thing. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So two things that I love about what you just said. First is that my morning ritual is a gift or my guided meditation is a gift. And that's so true because when we shift our perspective from, oh, the morning is just this thing we have to get through to get to the rest of our day to, oh, this is a gift I can give myself so I can enter my day in a more centered and calm way. It's, yeah so helpful because then you look at the whole experience of optimizing this with just a different a different set of eyes. So I love that. The second piece, though, that I like what you said was it was a challenge. You know, I have to beat the water heater, which is so interesting because I think so many of us get discouraged when we start to try something new and then we like do it for one day and then we're off for three days and then right. we forget. And then we try to start back up again and we do it for two or maybe I only have five minutes that I can spend on meditation today, so I'm just not going to do it, right? And we skip. Mm-hmm. So this idea of challenging yourself to uh, continue, but also like with weightlifting, just because you can't like bench, I don't know what you're benching these days, James, but um, <laughs> just because you can't bench 500 it's or whatever never enough. it is. <laughs> never enough. Right. doesn't mean you ever stop. It just means, oh, I didn't get it today. I'll try it again tomorrow. And right. a morning routine is, is should be looked at in that same way. Yeah. So It's a get to instead of a have to. Exactly. 
So the Keep, Improve, Start, Stop framework can really help you think through how you want to adjust what you already have. So when I was adjusting mine from just running, then I started noticing, I started to get more into meditation and thinking, you know, I need to be... I initially started it for my kids because I found that I was that parent that would get so frustrated and I couldn't I couldn't oh. parent in a, a calm way. I always felt so like I was reacting. Up. It was building up. So I started meditation for that. And then clearly the health benefits came through and, and were helping me on my health journey too. But then it was scheduling, okay, I want to start adding 10 minutes. And I do the same thing. I find right. uh, YouTube channels. I've tried a bunch of different meditation apps and things like that, but the YouTube channels I love because I can switch back and forth mm-hmm. and, and that sort of thing. So I started that. I stopped picking up my phone first thing in the morning. Oh, and uh, that's a huge move. It was a huge move and so hard. Uh, I started charging my phone outside the bedroom. Oh, interesting. I would just, the notifications would go off and, and all those sorts of things. So it was really, um, it was just too distracting. I couldn't right. couldn't go to sleep. And then when I woke up, it was just way too tempting for me to pick up and look at my email. So and then just I, go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. All and right. then be stuck there for 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I've lost that time. Uh, so I do it differently now. I evolved where I keep my phone by my bed, but it's because I use it as a white noise machine. Oh, interesting. And I just turn it on airplane mode so right. I don't get any notifications, the Wi-Fi is off, all oh, those sorts smart. of things. So um, that's kind of a start and stop for me is how that involved or evolved. The keep, I kept my morning workout, but I've cut it because I would love to get in a half hour or 45 minutes and consider that my workout for the day. And I just don't have enough time in my morning to get that in. So now for me, my keep is just a shortened workout where it's I'm going to do a little bit of yoga just to stretch and move my body or I'm going to do some push-ups or an ab routine or something to to get the blood flowing mm-hmm. but I'm going to do my full workout after the kids leave the house oh nice yeah okay very so smart. anything else that you've improved started or stopped in yours um I'm trying to think the thing that I realize is you want to do all this stuff right There's everything's so going to be magical right but the thing that has to move is when you wake up Yes. So that's the challenge. Like initially, you're like, hey, I can get up 20 minutes early. Right. Not the big, no big deal. Mm-hmm. But then 20 minutes turns into an hour, turns into an hour and a half. Pretty soon, you have, you're setting your alarm. There's a time I set my alarm for 3:50, and I got up, and my first thought was, "This is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> this is dumb." And it was one of those where I think the kid woke up a little bit. So my like when I went to bed was fine. 3:50 should be just perfect. Great, no problem. But the night's sleep was not that great. Yeah. And so everything was just like the worst thing that I could do, in my point of view, was hit snooze. That's the worst thing. So that's an evil button that I used to use. My wife used to get so mad at me because I'd hit that thing six times. And she's like, just set your alarm later. For when you're actually What are you doing? Up. Right. And back then, to me, hitting snooze was a gift. I'm oh, like, I want another gift. <laughs> Nine more minutes. Right. Nine more minutes. Six times in a row. And she was right, right? Like, that's dumb because you're getting terrible sleep. Well, people now say, too, that it's like breaking a promise to yourself if you're being intentional. Oh, intentional, all right. right? So if you made a promise that you're going to wake up at 3.50, maybe you were being a little unrealistic, <laughs> but still you made a promise you're mm-hmm. going to wake up. So hitting snooze can be that way. But I'm, I'm the same way I used to do it. By the way, whoever came up with a nine-minute snooze button? I don't know. It's such a Should have been an hour and a half, right? (laughs) (laughs) Right. We'd all change our morning routine with that. Yeah, right. Uh, But 
you lead into what our, our next step is for instilling a morning ritual, and that is set yourself up for success the night before. So it really helps if you lay out what you're doing and how much time that's taking, and then work backwards. Here's how much time I need. And mm -hmm. you, you set it right. Start with 20 minutes, then extend it to 30 minutes, then extend it to 45 or whatever you can do. But you need to do that math. So if I want to wake up at 5 and I want 8 hours of sleep, I really should be asleep by 9 o'clock, mm -hmm. which is something that if I told myself 10 years ago, you're going to be in bed by 9 o'clock, I would have thought <laughs> it was so lame. You and every second grader, right? <laughs> right? But it's, that's where it is. I mean, the difference right. between going to bed late and whatever it is you're doing late, good or bad, yeah. usually it's not like I'm advancing my future mm -hmm. 10 at night or something like that, right? You're yeah. watching dopey TV or something, whatever. So I found that it was better to go to bed early and wake up early than it was to enjoy whatever I was doing at night late and then wake up whenever you right 12 snoozes after the alarm went off your day is a mess and just like I don't know I found myself progressing in life better when I was more regimented mm -hmm. what is how does that go the pain of discipline is less than the pain of regret oh I like that I don't yeah. know if I've heard that one before mm -hmm. Uh, but it's also that uh, I was just reading an article about how to raise boys. and uh, Oh, they, they have instructions now. <laughs> I don't know if it's instructions, but it's mom saying here are the things that, that you want to do for your teenage kids. Anyway, one of the things was um, talking about delayed gratification. Oh. So this idea that even I'm not going to get what I want right now, but this is going to help me get to where I want to be. And that's helpful. And I think that is even hard for adults totally you know we just want what's going to make us feel good in this really stressful world social media is doing so well oh, right? right but going to bed at nine o'clock or even trying to be in bed by 8 45 so i'm asleep by nine mm -hmm. same thing has really helped me improve my morning so how do you do that uh so when i was first changing my routine i set an alarm on my phone which is a great tool you use your phone for so many other things mm -hmm. so at 8 30 i would get a silent alarm prompted saying um start your bedtime routine Oh, you and set an alarm for the I night. I set an alarm so it would tell me when I needed to start. Because then, I mean, once you get used to this ritual thing, you can build so many rituals into your life. So totally. you already have a bedtime ritual. We won't go there today. But so I thought, you know, I want 15 minutes to get ready for bed in a peaceful way. And then I want to lay down and be able to read and fall asleep. Or if I'm having trouble falling asleep, do a meditation, something like that. So I wanted to start at 830 so I could be asleep by 9. All right. Because if I said, oh, I'm going to bed at 9 o'clock, I gotta do all those things. I'm never gonna be asleep until 9.30, so yeah. just eat into my time. So finding some way to get yourself to the bedroom to fall asleep is really helpful. That is so interesting. That's a smart move. I guess I have my night ritual, which is to prepare for the most part, mm -hmm. my morning ritual, like well, putting together a smoothie, whatever, all that kind of stuff, mainly because I didn't want you don't want the blender like, hey, guys, four in the morning. You're such a thoughtful parent. So well, My kids just say, Mom, that's loud. Oh. Well, it's also one of those at four in the morning, at least my brain's not uh, firing on all cylinders. Yeah. So it's very easy to open the fridge, grab your smoothie, than just to be like, what goes in a smoothie? Fair. And is the cap on? <laughs> oh, no. Things like that, whatever. That has happened to you before, hasn't it? It has. So, or cap on tight. Right. <laughs> whatever. Uh, just setting up the night before. Absolutely. For, and if there's stuff that I need to bring to work or something like that, I set that, like, here's the pile of stuff that you have to remember to bring. Yeah. Because otherwise, in the morning, when you're bustling you're through, you're going through your list, 
that stuff, if it, if it deviates from that habit, mm -hmm. not going to remember it. Well, or I find myself staying awake, thinking through those things. Oh, yeah. And like I'm trying to fall asleep and it's like, oh, you need to do this or, oh, don't forget to do this. So I almost need to keep it. A sheet of paper <laughs> by my bed where if I just prepared better, I would right? feel better the next day. Fair. Yeah. So start the night before and prepare yourself for success. And our fourth step is just talking about how to add a habit in general. So how do we instill habits? Um, James, what did you do when you were trying to add new things in your life? Have you thought through that process? So what I do is it doesn't necessarily have to do with the thing that I'm doing. It's why am I doing it? Interesting. So in case of lifting weights, it's mm -hmm. that my sister can't pin me ever again. Right? Like that thing that was the trigger was enough for me to just, I don't have to think about it. Yeah. You just do it. So for me, when I want to change a habit, if I find a strong enough trigger as to why I'm doing that, then it's easy. Absolutely. Yeah, mm -hmm. so the why is extremely important. But I love what you said about the trigger. So there's this thing called the habit loop, mm -hmm. which is an activation or a trigger. So, and then once we see that thing, then we have a response. And then with that, we get a reward. So for me, my best example is like two or three in the afternoon, I was working um, downtown in an office building and I would hit this slump. I would never have any energy. So the activation was, it's two or three in the afternoon, I don't have any energy. So my response was, let me grab a dollar from my purse and I'm gonna go down and get some of those cookies out of the vending machine and give myself a sugar high. And then the reward was the sugar high. Mm. So then I felt better, right? So then because I felt better, I would continue to do this in a loop and that's the habit loop. All right. So if we wanna break a habit like that, we have to recognize what the trigger is. So for me, it was having an energy slump. So if I wanted to replace that bag of cookies ah. with something better, I would have to recognize the trigger and then replace the, the response. So that's right. one way that you can change a habit. So maybe for you, it's at night, not making your bedtime. Right. And you know, it's that I'm gonna hit Netflix or that moment in your head where it's just one more show. And so if the, the response is typically, I'm going to watch one more, then you need to change that response to, oh, I should go to bed. Mm -hmm. So it's this mental observation of your own behavior, which is, it's kind of hard because you kind of kind of step above yourself to watch your action. Right. But once you recognize this loop, you'll see it everywhere in your life. Everything is a trigger, right? You get in the car, you put your foot on the brake and you start the car. That's a, that's a trigger, a response, and a reward. The mm -hmm. car starts, it's exactly what I wanted to do. Yeah, I like to think also of my gravestone. I don't want to be in my deathbed and think, if only I'd watch more Netflix. Right? <laughs> Fair. That's a good why. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So it's easy then, or I don't want to say easy. It's simple. Simple then. And right. then, then it's just having the mental strength to actually make it happen. Yeah. Nothing to it, right? Right. <laughs> Dare I say. <laughs> All right, so one more way you can change uh, a habit is by thinking about habit stacking. So your morning routine starts with waking up. That's a trigger that we can look at. And maybe when you wake up right away, the first thing you do is you go to the bathroom. So habit stacking is this idea that you can tag on something to something you already do. So maybe it's, uh, if I wanna drink more water, maybe it's every time I go to the bathroom, I'm going to drink an eight ounce glass of water to you know replenish my body. Or maybe if you're starting a morning routine, it's every morning when I wake up and I hear the alarm go off, rather than getting out of bed, I'm going to turn on my meditation if I wanna add meditation. Oh, there you go. So using habit stacking, you can add small little things to your routine without trying to completely change it 
and struggle with this whole new morning. It's just little changes, incremental. Little changes here and there. Incremental. Yeah. Love and that's it. how we have more success. Right. Get consistent in one little change and then add on something new. One step at a time, build exactly. upon your success. I love it. Right. Cool. Well, this is Diary of a Worthy Pursuit, right? This is Diary of a Worthy Pursuit where we help you live and get what you want in your business and in life.